Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Who Actually Knows podcast. This is episode 18. I hope you guys have all been having a fabulous week. If you're listening to this when this is coming out, happy Wednesday. Happily, Who Actually Knows Wednesday or Whack Wednesday, as some of my friends have been calling it, and I've been loving it. This is such a new podcast, so obviously there's no merch or anything yet. We can speak that into existence, but we were brainstorming about like what merch could be and whack was the first one like w-a-k on like a nice tracker hat or something could be cool one day we'll see but anyway yes I hope you guys are having a great week this week for me has been a lot of just prepping for coming up traveling home I'm gonna be gone from LA for two weeks I fly home on Thursday and I'm going straight to the farm Um, Yes, I'm a farm girl, small town girl at heart, and I'm going to spend the whole entire weekend there with my family. I am seeing a few of my hometown friends, but really the whole point of going home and what I plan on doing is soaking up just some really, really good R&R time. I'm going to see my Gigi, my siblings, my parents. I'm going to cook food with my dad. He's like a phenomenal cook and it's something that we really share a huge interest in, so I'm super excited to get to do that with him, go on the boat with one of my friends, uh, you know, pet my horses, see, see all, all the things that are on the farm. So I actually am very excited. I have not been home since January when I moved, and this is the longest I've gone ever because um, college was only each semester was what, like three or four months, and then like you go home for holidays and abroad was cut short because of COVID. So this is the longest I've been away from the farm. So I am just itching to go back. A little bit of homesickness probably coming up. Um, Not probably, definitely. I've been feeling homesickness when I've been calling my parents or my mom will be like, oh my gosh, you know, I just can't wait to go home. It's it's been so long. So it's definitely going to be very needed. And then after going to the farm, I'm going to go back to Chicago and stay with my friends from July 3rd to the 6th and celebrate the 4th with them. Uh, so a lot of a lot of good silly playing time with my girlfriends which is needed I have been I've been like craving it I just saw them in New Orleans but it'll be nice to be in the city that we started exploring together and seeing their lives and I get to see my old apartment and it'll be super awesome and then after that on Thursday I fly to upstate New York that's where my dad is originally from so just about I think an hour outside of Syracuse um, near it's uh, Casanova, New York. So we're gonna go. My grandma has a lake house there and I'm gonna go spend some really good quality time with them. I have not seen some of my cousins on my dad's side for four years, which is absolutely crazy. Part of it was because of the pandemic. And then last year when my family went, I had to work so I couldn't join them. So we're celebrating one of my cousin's graduations and I'm I have not. He, I don't even think he was, he was not even in high school when I saw him last time. So it'll be great to catch up. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of catching up with my family and friends. These next two weeks are going to be super fun. I hope they don't fly by, even though I know they are going to be. But that's just kind of like what I've got going on in the upcoming weeks. And then this week, I've just been, I've been grinding at work with deadlines and still working on that exciting, hopefully exciting update for you guys. And then packing. I I don't know how to pack for this. So I'm flying Spirit and I hate flying Spirit because it is the scum of the sky. 
But I'm like, should I check a bag? Should I not? For two weeks, I feel like you have to check a bag. But I'm like the queen of never checking it just because it's always like a hassle to me. Um, but I think I'm going to have to do it. I hope spirit just like doesn't ruin my, or lose my luggage. Not the not the biggest fan of spirit, but that's okay because I'm flying American on the way back. Um, I'm actually from such a small town that I have to fly. Uh, I can fly out of Madison, Wisconsin because it's so close to me. It's closer than flying out of like O'Hare or Midway. And then to update you guys on what I did over the weekend, I always get a little bit nervous. Not nervous, but I'm still so new to the city. So all of the friends that I made, you know, you have to be you have to be a friend to make a friend and that means being present. So I always do think about it too much. It, nerves is probably the good the correct word to use. But before I leave LA for a little bit, I always want to make sure I am seeing my friends and putting in the effort of just being like good quality time, some good hangs um so that, you know, oh my they don't forget about me. Uh, so this weekend was really about just seeing my friends on Penmar. Uh, I was invited to go to Penmar Sunset Session, which is a golf course that does live music. And it has it had stick and poke tattoos. It has food. It has beer and wine and cocktails that you can buy. I brought a bottle of orange wine, obviously. Um, and we had a good group there that we just hung out on Friday. And then on Saturday, it was more of a low-key morning for me. And then I went to the beach for a few hours with some friends. And then David and his roommate and I went to a street festival and we got food. And it was around the area of this bar that I've been meaning to go to in LA. So I, when I first moved here, I was obsessed with this breakfast place called Bluey's. Still am obsessed with them. And right next to it's called, I think it's El Chulo or El Chucho. And it looks just like a divey bar, which I have been obsessed with the divey bars lately. I love a good dive bar vibe. So I've had it saved in my Google Maps like folder as a place I want to go. So when we were there, I made David and his roommate Pat go with me. And as we're walking up, we were I was so sussed out because I had like those ropes that almost looked like an old time. Like if you walked into like an old movie theater and they had like ropes for you to like go into the lines that's what they had on the outside and there was not a window or a soul in sight and it was right off of a busy street so I was like I apologize right before we walked in I was like if this is horrible one drink and we're done and then we walked in it was like one pool table uh super cool they had a place for a DJ to set up all these cool decorations and they only served natural wine and beer I think I have a sixth sense for natural wine as I'm like really diving into this phase. But we split a bottle of wine, hung out, and by the time that we were leaving, it had the most attractive people of LA as their demographic. And like a DJ came. It was a super cool hidden hole in the wall. And I'm not going to gatekeep it for for any of you guys listening if you're in LA. El Chulo or El Chucho right next to Bluey's and Mar Vista natural wine, good looking people. I will definitely be back when I come back from Chicago. Uh, And then Sunday I saw No Hard Feelings, the new Jennifer Lawrence movie. I haven't been to the movie theater since before the pandemic. And honestly, guys, lately it's been so bad. My attention span, I can barely even sit through like a whole movie anymore. And I'm like always on my phone when I do. And 
this movie had me not checking my phone. Obviously, I try not to do that in movie theaters anyway, but it was also so funny. So if you need a good, lighthearted movie, I would highly recommend. And then, yeah, it was just Sunday prepping for the week. But it was a good week, and I'm looking so looking forward to the next two weeks, and I hope you guys all have fun plans coming up as well. All right, moving to a new city. Let's talk all the things. Why I wanted to move, some realities that I came across, how I searched for a new place, how I made friends, how I found a roommate, all the things, all of the emotions in between. Um, It's been six months, so I feel like though some people probably would be better at talking about this topic, I can definitely provide some insight. And like I mentioned, I have created this life out here that I'm very, very happy with and very proud of so far. I had some friends visiting the last few weekends and one of them turned to me and they're just like, Emma, you are the happiest, healthiest version of yourself. And I feel it and I... I just hope that really this episode will help anyone going through a huge transition of moving to a new city or starting a new chapter and, you know, gives them some tips and tricks and, you know, they can also create the best, the best life that they wanted to live because at the end of the day, for every new chapter that you start, you are in charge of writing it. And I hope, I hope that you write a good one. So without further ado, let's break it all down. So I have mentioned this before. I moved from Chicago. I am originally from a small town four hours west of Chicago. And then I went to college in state, which was, I think, two and a half hours south of Chicago. So I'm Midwest core through and through, always been in Illinois. And when I graduated from the University of Illinois, I moved to the city of Chicago. I lived with two girlfriends from college. We had a super cool lofted apartment. And I lived a couple blocks away from all of like my lifelong friends that I, not my lifelong friends, friends that will be lifelong friends that I made from college. And moving to a new city and having a friend group like that to explore was amazing. We had a very active group chat, plans every weekend. It was just, it really did help kind of us identify, not identify, but have these new fun social activities and events to do as we are still trying to create our post-grad identity. And it was comfortable and it was so nice. But even for me personally, I always knew that Chicago was a one-year stop for me. Uh, I think ever since, even when I was younger, maybe it's because I am from such a small town, I always feel like there's more, you know, there's so many places to discover. There's so many experiences to be had. And I just felt like I was very comfortable where I was, not in a bad way. Like I said, it was so fun. I don't want to talk bad about it. Chicago has a special place in my heart, but it was so comfortable that I felt like it was almost hindering my growth. And I was like, this is a goal of mine is to leave Chicago And really just get out there and experience the world, especially while we're so young. And I have this theory and idea that if you want to create a new experience or move to a new city, it should be when you are younger. And I'm lucky, like I'm the oldest of four, so I don't have any family members really going through any milestones. There's no engagement. There's no babies. I'm lucky that my parents are healthy. 
So I wanted to go and I wanted to challenge myself and I wanted to leave and I wanted to meet new people and I wanted a, like a diverse set of thoughts around me from other people. And that just wasn't in Chicago for me. That was not in my cards. And like I said, it was something that I've always known about myself and it was between New York or LA. So as my lease was ending, I like told my roommates that I wanted to leave and it was either going to be you know, New York or LA. I honestly was set on New York and I just wanted to go and, you know, I visited and it's so much fun. One of my friends, or you guys, you guys know Akshay. Akshay always says, you know, sometimes maybe New York is for some people a place that gets glamorized because the visits are so fun, but they can't actually live there. And I wonder if that's kind of what it was for me because I was like, oh, I want that energy. Um, but now looking at it, I think LA was the perfect kind of lifestyle change that I needed at that point. Um, eventually I will live in New York, but that will be another chapter of my life and I'm super excited for it. But I chose to go to LA over New York, um, because I really did, I did the whole city thing in Chicago. I'm really into the slower lifestyle. I studied abroad in Australia. I wanted to kind of mock that lifestyle. I like how nice it is all year round. It's very temperament. You can always be outside to stay active. That is just, that's a huge part of who I am. And this really aligns with that. This city does. And there's also so, I love being around a city. I knew I wanted to move to another city and not maybe like a smaller city than Chicago, because I love knowing that even if I'm not going out and doing something or an experience, there's always something that I could be doing because there's so many options. And I just love having that feeling. Um, and then also my boyfriend, David, moved out here, uh, I want to say in July, actually it was May, May the year before I did. So he was out here and honestly, we had been doing long distance for two and a half years. We broke up in between that and it, like we did our time. And when I was in between two cities and he moved to one, yeah, that is pull. Did I move him here strictly for him? No, I did not. But am I so happy that we're not doing long distance? Yes, I absolutely am. Uh, I also think a move for anyone is a very personal choice. But also like your life should be personal to you. You should be making, you know, personal choices that are going to set you up. For me, I really wanted to grow and challenge myself and get new experiences. And I made a choice to put myself in a position to do that. And I don't think anyone should ever feel bad in those decisions. And I don't think you really need to explain it um, to anyone because at the end of the day, it's it, it's what makes you happy and, it, and it's what fills your cup. Um so once I, you know, made the decision to move to LA, I told my family, I have a very supportive family. I don't think they were too thrilled about me moving across the country from them. I have a sister who's still in Chicago, another sister at UW-Madison, and then my brother's in Boulder. And when my brother moved to Boulder, my mom was just super sad about it. And so, of course, she was going to be super sad about me moving across the country. And that was also something that, you know, I did have to take into consideration when I thought about it as I come from a very close family. So moving away, it was, okay, how do I still stay connected? You know, am I am I going to grow apart from them? Um, so it was something that I, I did think of as well. But ultimately, like I said, it was just like the perfect timing and perfect age for me to do it. Um, so that's kind of why I chose, you know, the process of coming to LA and why I wanted to move. Um, LA overall is an amazing city. It's LA is a bunch of different 
parts or different smaller cities just called LA generally. So there's like Culver City, Mar Vista, Venice, Santa Monica, Beverly Hills, Sautel, Brentwood. All of that is considered LA. So there's so much to do. And I feel like also in each of those little parts of LA, there's like different personalities. Like you're going to get a different personality at a bar in Venice than you are going to Beverly Hills because you got the beach bums in Venice. And then you have like the more high, high end, maybe fashionable, sceny people in Beverly Hills and West Hollywood. So it's also been so fun just like exploring that because you have so many different personalities and there's also so many things to do. Um, In Chicago, I did a lot of going out to restaurants, which I'm a huge foodie, so I actually really love that and drinking. But you did that like all year round almost and it started getting a little bit repetitive. I, like I said, being active is something that is very, it's one of my values. And you can always go to the beach here. You can hike. You can take day trips. There's always so many options of things to do. I've been called an activity person, actually. And it is so true that I always just look for activities to do. And especially when you can do it with people. It's awesome. So I have been loving the activities that I can do in LA. Um, so I have been getting questions about like moving to a new city what did you do with your job? How did you find a roommate? How did you find an apartment? Um, and I actually, the job transfer with my company was very easy. I expressed interest in moving to a new city. I actually expressed interest right when I started working at this company that I wanted to move to a new city. And then when the time came and I made my decision, you know, it was just like having those conversations with HR. I had to, you know, tell them why, explain it, fill out a form. There was this, there was a formal process behind it. Um, and then they were like, well, when do you want to move? And I remember I was talking to my company about moving. And they're like, well, when do you want to move? And I just like spitfire January 1st. I had no, I, like, I think that was in September. I had, I was just like new year, new beginning. Sure. There was nothing lined up, no roommate, like no apartment. And then my job was like, okay, cool. Like, we'll work on like transferring over uh, your job transfer then. And I was like, okay, so this is happening. Um, And actually it was on that visit that I was, I was staying with David and I had the call with HR and they approved it. And I was like, oh my God, I got approved. And I was like, okay, so uh, now what? Like, I just got myself into this. I have to figure it out. Uh, And we went out that night and, uh, I was like telling everyone about it and they were like, okay, like we'll think of roommates. We'll think of roommates. I was like, okay, yeah, no, I definitely need a roommate. And so I was talking to one of my friends, mutual friends who lived in LA and I was texting her and she was like, oh, I joined this one drink in LA Facebook group. And I was like, okay, done working on it. I created a post like, you know, hi, my name is put a bunch of photos of you, you know, drop some facts see if anyone wants to live with you. And so I got like some messages and I was staying at David's actually for a few weeks. So I was able to set up a, like a friend date of a possible roommate off one drink in LA and we got drinks and I was like, okay, like this seems, this seems like it's going well. I was still, you know, talking to other, other girls just to keep options open. I didn't want like the first thing to be the one. Um, but we were like at the end of the friend date, we were like, okay, this is this could be a thing. Like, let's continue talking. I love this. Like, I'm definitely comfortable like living if you know this works out. 
And then that next weekend, I was actually out with one of David's friends. And he was like, oh my God, you are moving to LA. I have a friend um, from back home that is also moving to LA. I think you guys would get along great. And when I say mutual friends is like the key to a new city, I seriously mean it because having one person know like my potential roommate, knowing that I wasn't going to get like killed in my sleep or that I wasn't going to be with some, you know, creepy rando. Haley, you're not a creepy rando. You're awesome. Shout out Grady for the connection. But he set us up. And so when I got home, he connected us. We were texting. We had one FaceTime and the FaceTime was great. So we're like, okay, time is not on our side. Let's do it. Let's be roommates. Let's find an apartment. So then we started the whole apartment process. And we were looking on apartments.com. We were looking on Trulia. We were looking on Craigslist. This was probably around, I want to say, October. And we were looking for so long. We were setting security deposits, um, or not security deposits, but like the initial application fee. And we did not find a place until Christmas Eve, December 24th. It was one of the like last places, I swear, that until I lost hope. So December 24th, we got accepted to this um, apartment building that I'm currently living at. I was moving in January 17th. So that's like three weeks. So then it was, okay, I found a roommate. I found an apartment. Now I have to get myself out to LA. So packing all my stuff, I was so thankful that, you know, my parents moved all my stuff with me if they were here for a week. Um, They helped me set up all my furniture. They drove my car out here and I actually flew. And I was a Facebook market like junkie. So we were constantly going and picking up things. Thank God they were here. A deep apology for any stressful bad moods I was in to my parents. Um, But they were here. And the first three weeks when you move into a new city, it's really exciting. Um, I was really excited to see David and see his friends. And I would, you know, you plan all these like initial moving dinners and you watch your apartment come together. And it's awesome. And it's super fun. And, you know, you take a second and you step back and you're like, I, I really did it. You know, I, I always wanted to have these goals and I moved across the country and you're just so happy about it. And but I, I mean, at some point, though, that those three weeks and those initial things kind of fade and it kind of becomes OK, like this is, you know, the foreseeable future and you're starting to find your routines and things you like and like something that I realized after like the first few weeks and I actually lived in my apartment alone until my roommate moved in a month and a half later I believe um it was like after the initial you know really good excitement and like seeing all of David's friends I was like I I do have this like little sense of loneliness and I was keeping up with my friends and my family it wasn't that I felt like I didn't have anyone in my corner but I was like I I needed a that that girl gang and I've talked about it in other like episodes but you really do wherever you are you need a support system and I loved having David here and all of his friends but something that I believe in and a bunch of people might not believe in this they might agree they might not is I like to have relationships and a life independent of my my relationship with my boyfriend. So I didn't want his friends to be my only friends. I wanted to create something for myself that was separate of what David created for himself. And I I think it's healthy. I think it's 
it's great. Like, obviously, it's not like a separate life, but I didn't want to be dependent on that for my happiness in my social scene out here. And so I was like, okay, like, how do you meet people in a new city? I had, I had no idea. Everything until that point had been set up for me. I went to high school and you're naturally going to become friends with, you know, people in on your sports teams and clubs and this and who you're eating lunch with. And then you go to college and it's, you know, I joined a sorority and it was my friends there and my friends in my business fraternity and everything was set and we had social events and it was everything planned And even in Chicago, like when I had my friends from college, you know, it was just, it felt everything was like, I was following the plan. And so for the first time, I was like, how well, no one's doing this for me. How do I do it? And so I was just like, you know, I'm just going to, people do the dating apps. I didn't do the, I didn't do the dating apps. I actually reached out um, to a girl off of One Drink in LA. This is the Facebook page where people post about needing roommates and apartments. And some people do post about like hanging out. But I went on there and I was just like, okay, like, let me just scroll. Let's like, let's see what's going on. And I saw a couple girls and I was like, okay, one I actually talked about living with. And then a couple others, I just reached out and I was like, hey, I know you're looking for a roommate. Um, I, I don't need a roommate, but I would love to get to know you. I'm new to the area. Would you like to grab drinks? And you're putting yourself out there. That is the one thing you have to do when you make new friends. Like, that's not a lie. It's going to be a little bit like, scary and might feel weird but suck up your pride your pride's made in your head up anyway so when I reached out to them I was like well they're already posting something on a Facebook page for a roommate like they're also putting themselves out there so it's almost already a community of putting yourself out there and so I went on these friend dates and I would grab a drink with them or I would grab coffee and it was it was refreshing it felt like I don't know I mean I think when you can make plans with a complete stranger and go and have so much fun it shows a lot about you know who you are and if you can carry conversation and then just meeting people and listening to their experiences or maybe why they moved to LA it was it was really nice and I honestly went on some friend dates where the friendship probably will probably it's not going to be pursued any longer great people but just like didn't mesh as well where like Anna um came on a podcast and we talked about making friends like she's an awesome example of a girl that I reached out to I slid into her Instagram DMs and got a drink with her and she is like one of my closer friends out here and I love hanging out with her and we have so much fun so it's really just putting yourself out there um I've also made friends at my Pilates studio that I'm at and it was I had saw this girl actually at my birthday party. She was there, invited from a mutual friend. And I saw her at Pilates and I was like, oh my God. I just walked up to her, sucked up my pride again. And I was like, hi, like, were you at a silent disco this weekend? And she was like, oh my God, yes. Was it your birthday? Like, you look like the birthday girl. And I was like, yes, it was, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh my God, it's so funny that we go to the same studio. And then we kept seeing each other. And then I was like, oh, do you want to like grab dinner? So now we go on these like, Pilates, Erewhon dinner dates, and it's another friend to get connected to. And the best part about like the best part about meeting people in LA, especially, is there's a lot of transplants, and there's going to be a lot of transplants in every city. When you meet someone, they genuinely want to get to know you, especially if they moved from somewhere else. Like they had been in your shoes, where they also wanted to make friends, or they still want to make friends. Um, and it's really it's awesome. It's so much fun. 
obviously I was nervous in the beginning. Like, what if they don't like me? But then honestly, if you think about it, if you reach out to someone and okay, they don't respond. Yeah. Initially it's going to be like a little shot to the heart, but you didn't lose anything. You're back to square one. It's not like you had them as a best friend and you lost them. Just like, you know, what is the saying? You fall off the horse, you get back up again. Is that the horse girl in me saying that? It might be. But just put yourself out there. The worst that could happen is you're back to square one. I also wanted to talk about homesickness. So homesickness and loneliness are two emotions that are inevitable that you will feel. Uh, I felt loneliness before I felt homesickness. And, you know, yeah, when I honestly felt the emotions, I sat on my couch and I did a little pity party and I binged some Netflix and yeah, I felt the emotion and I would say for any emotion that you feel like that, you should definitely let yourself feel it. But one thing I remember is I was on the phone with a friend and I was like, yeah, like I'm lonely, but like I know it's normal. And I think that's one thing to remind yourself when you're moving to a new city and or you're navigating a new chapter of your life is that loneliness is normal and it actually shows a sign that you have potential and a chance and an opportunity to grow. And you can maybe lean into yourself and you can find love and comfort in hanging out with yourself. Or you can push yourself and you go can go and meet new people. And I think it's really healthy to do both. I genuinely am someone who loves hanging out with themselves. I would like take myself out to ice cream or solo dates in Chicago sometimes. And I definitely loved like creating my routine and having some like loner nights here just because it was also a chance for me to recharge. And I think that is something that is very important for everyone. So when you feel the loneliness, don't don't freak out. Uh, The thing about it is you should tap into yourself and change your perspective and be like, this is normal. This is because I made a decision that I wanted to and I can, I got myself maybe into this emotion that everyone feels and I can get myself out. And then the other part is the homesickness. And so homesickness, honestly, I think if you feel homesickness, you're lucky to feel it because it means you have good people and a good place that you can call home and you miss it. Like if you didn't miss it, then maybe it wasn't as special of a place. So we are lucky to feel the homesickness and to miss that comfort feeling. I mean, we are humans of nature. Humans love to feel comfort and routine and habit. So you're going to be out of that when you move to a new city. Um, One thing that helped me with my homesickness was to like contact you know, call my friends and my family at home. I think there is though a safe balance of doing it too much to where you're always focused on like what they're doing of, oh, well, what did you do today? How's your week? How's this? How's that? And it takes you away from your present life. Like you still need to maintain a healthy balance and a healthy distance of, you know, over communicating to where it's almost Like, okay, well, I feel sad. I'm just going to talk to my mom all the time or my dad or my friends or my sisters and they're just going to make me feel better because it's almost like putting a Band-Aid on the wound. Like you got to actually get up and fix it and take that initiative Um, because like I said, for every new chapter of your life that you start, you are the author of it. You can write it and that is something special. And there are also some realities of moving that I wanted to talk about. Uh, This is not going to be a surprise to anyone or maybe it is if you don't live in one of the major cities but 
it's expensive because when you first move, okay, one, the cost, my flights, um, the cost of all the furniture, you have to get all of your first round of, you know, groceries and cleaning supplies, that's expensive. Also, when you are trying to meet new people, a social activity is to go to dinner, to go to drinks. Um, it's really easy to ask someone to go to dinner and drinks because everyone's got to eat dinner, like something you got to do. So you're spending money on a bunch of new restaurants and bars and meals. Something though to remember is that money ebbs and flows and these relationships that you might be making with someone um, and these connections and these experiences that's why we're young. Like do it now. You need to budget. I'm not saying like money ebbs and flows. You should spend all your money. Know your budget. Don't be dumb. But initially just know that it's going to be expensive in the beginning and you will figure it out as it goes on and you realize like what you want to spend your money on. Um, you will get pushed out of your comfort zone and that's where you're going to grow and you're going to get pushed out of your comfort zone and you might feel anxiety around it. And I remember when I did my podcast episode about anxiety, I was actually also researching anxiety and I heard that anxiety is just worrying about things that have not happened because you're building it up in your head and your mind. So know that when you get out here and you're pushed out of your comfort zone and you maybe might get some anxious feelings, you're worrying about something that has not happened. Tap in yourself and change your perspective on it. You also have to find a way to make it feel like home, whether it is in a routine, how you decorate your room or your apartment, or maybe finding like one comfort coffee spot or one, you know, like, oh, I know that maybe in Chicago, I used to love to go to Core Power. And so I'm going to go to Core Power here and it's going to bring me like a little piece of home, like find the little pieces of home because it really will help make this new city feel a little bit more a little bit more like your old home and you'll just overall feel better. Another thing that I think is a reality that everyone has to do is that you have to be a tourist in your own city. Like go and do, like explore all the new parts of the city. What I do is I go on Google Maps and I'm, like I said, I'm a big foodie. So I love looking up restaurants and reading about chefs stories and I create folders on Google Maps because you can flag specific specific spots so I have drinks in LA want to go restaurants I need to try and they're all literally organized by Google and like once you go you can put notes in and I will go and on Google Maps and if we're looking for different restaurants or someone wants recs or activities I'll go on there I'm like oh okay like let's do this like I've been meaning to try this and then you can kind of get a better feel for the city as you're going around and doing that also being on Google Maps and just looking at what's in the area you just get a better feel of direction anyway which makes you feel less of like an outsider in your own city which is awesome and when you find new experiences it gives you an excuse to invite someone to do it with you no one wants to spend every single night on their couch Monday through Sunday like people have to get out and socialize so just give them a text and send them and be like oh you know I want to be a tourist let's go do this let's go have some fun and that's what moving to a new city should be. It should be fun. It's going to be challenging. Moving to a new city is starting any new phase of your life, uh, whether you're just starting post-grad or you're just going to college or you're a few years out of post-grad and you're doing that 
that 20 year old flip like if something flips and you're navigating new interests and hobbies and how you want to spend your time it's going to be a change but have fun with it and really lean into it and like I said you're going to feel a lot of emotions feel the emotions reach out to the people you need to keep that healthy balance there's so many little things that add up to that will help you create the best happiest version of yourself and I mean I've been here for six months I've felt the homesickness and the loneliness and navigating a lot and I can sit here and say that I genuinely look forward to coming back to LA every time I've gone every time I'm gone from it and I genuinely look forward to continuing on making these friendships exploring the city and writing this new chapter of my life so if you guys have any questions please dm me ask me them leave comments rate and review what you thought of this podcast episode and we will chat next week have a great weekend everyone